0: Yo listeners, welcome to Tetsuo Tells a Story. I'm Tetsuo. This is the first episode of the Haunted House series. If you haven't, please check out Mix in the Dark, especially my podcast listeners. She's the inspiration as to why I added stories on podcasts. Lastly, I might be MIA just for a little while. Don't worry though. I teach classes at the college level, and spring semester just started. However, I do plan on doing some type of giveaway once I reach that 1,000 sub and 4k hours viewed threshold on YouTube. So please like and share my channels with friends and family. Until then, let us begin. Story one. When I was in high school, it was almost common knowledge that I lived in a haunted house, but not really an average haunted house. We always liked to call it a paranormal halfway house because we'd see aberrations of different people who would show up only a few times and then never be seen again. This in addition to our main entity that we had all seen and experienced, and who we attribute that of a gentleman who died in our backyard. Anyways, our ghosts were pretty protective of the family and actually made their disapproval of anyone we brought in, who they didn't like quite apparent. When I was 17 and still in high school, my mom went on a work trip to California and left me to the house all by myself. Since I was uneasy being by myself, all the weird activity that took place, such as seeing aberrations, lights going on and off, my boyfriend offered to stay with me that week. This was in violation of direct orders from my mom that no boys were to spend the night while she was gone. The first night she was gone, I actually obeyed. And was home alone however the second night my boyfriend came over and it was almost as if things started from the second he walked in the door it started with little things such as lights flickering the TV turning itself on and off and for some reason the oven turning itself on then it became more intense when we were in the living room We could hear footsteps in the hallway and what sounded like a bedroom door slam. Pots and pans in the cabinet started rattling like they'd fallen over the cabinet and books slid off a bookcase. The garage door opened itself. The second time the oven turned on all the way and we turned it off. I grabbed my poodle and walked right out to the front porch to figure out a plan while we were sitting out there debating on whether to leave or not we heard an ungodly crash and saw the front window panel actually vibrate violently it was as if someone threw a basketball as hard as they could at the window right where we were standing and there was not a living soul in the house not even an animal We took that as a sign as to what to do, and I called my mom sobbing and saying I'm not going to stay there that night. This evening was the most frightening to me because it was the first time that whatever was in my house has acted with such intensity and obvious hatred. Whatever was there was not happy, and I think it was unhappy with my boyfriend who turned out to be a not so good guy. In fact, he had his own horrifying experience that he didn't tell me until much later. Sometime after this experience, we adopted a cat. When my mom and I were out of town visiting my grandma, we took the dog with us, but we left the cat home. And it was my boyfriend's job to come over once a day and make sure the cat was fed, had water, and had a clean litter box. While taking care of these duties one day, he said that he went into the bathroom and at first he didn't see his own reflection in the mirror. As he was trying to figure out what the heck was happening, his reflection slowly started to materialize in the mirror. But it wasn't his reflection. He said it looked like an evil version of himself and he took off running. And he started running out the back door. And he said that something pushed him and told him to get out. He said as he was running, he looked over his shoulder and saw a woman with black hair looking out the window. He never again watched the cat while we were away. And I never told him that my sister and I had both seen this lady before also. I don't know how true my ex's experiences were, but we were both there the night all hell broke loose. Interestingly, my sister had a near identical experience when she had a boyfriend over. They too ended up leaving the house. Story two. I was about four or five years old when this happened. I still remember it so vividly like it happened yesterday. I had a cabin bed at the time. The kind that's like a bunk bed, but with a desk underneath. For some reason, I was sleeping at the bottom of my bed where the dip was for the ladders. I just remember sleeping in my pile of teddies. I felt like someone was watching me and in my dreams, my teddies were telling me I needed to wake up and move I woke up and I saw a dark slim figure of a man he had no face and his head was pointed the best way to describe it would be like a KKK mask but without any details it felt like he was leaning over me and wanted to hurt me I hid under my covers waiting for it to go but every time I looked he was still there beside me leaning over me eventually he left me alone and I was able to scream for my mom (coughs) my mom came and saw nothing but I knew he was still watching somewhere the thing that gets me now is I still remember it I still crap my pants in the dark or when I hear a bang I'm scared he's back My mom had always told me it was the cat's tail, but I've known it wasn't. The other day, I was talking to my mom about ghosts, and I mentioned the shadow man that I saw. It was the first time I had really told her. As I was telling the story, her face was filled with horror, and she looked at me like she was going to cry. My mom doesn't mind ghosts, so I started to worry. When I asked her, what's up? She said, I'm not sure if I should say this, but I think it's real. I believe you. You had awful nightmares as a kid. I would get up a couple of times a night to comfort you. I've always felt unsafe, like someone was watching us and trying to hurt us. Whatever it was, it was bad. Story 3 I've always loved reading people's ghost stories about extreme encounters they've had, just to give myself chills. However, I've never expected to be the one writing about it. I have countless paranormal things that happened throughout my life, but most were minor. Near the end of my senior year in high school, I started messing around with Ouija boards, other stuff as well most of my experiences after this were more serious a lot more terrifying after my freshman year in college I started working at a local grocery store and started looking for a place to rent with my cousin well it just happened that an old family friend had lost a loved one a few months ago and inherited the house they had no plans of using the house for anything So I decided to ask if we could rent it. We worked out a payment and began cleaning up the house within weeks to move in. At first, everything was great. It was a whole new chapter in my life. So I decided to invite some friends over to chill. We went to town that night and got back around 12 a.m. I had to work the next morning. So we all decided to call it a night. The next day... My friends went home before nightfall and I found myself alone in the house as my cousin stayed out late most nights. As I was sitting on my computer that night, I felt uneasy, almost like someone was standing over my shoulder. I shook it off as exhaustion as it was getting late and I worked 9 hours that day. The bedroom had a mini hallway and the door to the bathroom was directly across from it. About two steps away, you were at the bedroom door. As I tried to sleep that night, I felt a presence that was standing at the bathroom door. A month had passed, and I could almost feel the presence every night. I was getting home from another afternoon shift at work, so it was already dark outside. I decided to brush my teeth and go to bed. I wish I hadn't. We had two mirrors in the bathroom, angled in a way that you could see the side mirror from the main one, if that makes any sense. Anyways I started brushing my teeth, looking into the main mirror of course, when something catches my eye. The reflection of myself in the side mirror was just staring at me, not moving. I leaned in all kinds of awkward positions, trying to get it to move. To convince myself I was just seeing things. But I wasn't. A few days after the mirror event. I was talking to one of my friends. Who spent the night at my house. I told him what happened. And he stopped for a minute. He began to tell me. That he and my other friend. Had felt the presence of someone. Standing at the bathroom door that night. I normally try to ignore it but I think it just made it angrier in the end. Another month has passed and things grew even worse. Loud bangings at night, doors opening and closing. And to me, the scariest of all was the face with no eyes that would appear behind the locked door that had a single rectangular window in the middle of it. As I said previously, I have had many encounters more than just normal ones but this is the scariest moment of my life to this very day i went to bed with an uneasy feeling the presence was standing right beside my bed which it has never done before i eventually fell asleep only to wake up at 6 a.m to hear the sound of my cousin leaving for work I normally don't wake up that early, so I was about to get a few more hours of sleep before I left for work myself. That's when my chest starts to go numb. All of a sudden, I was flipped over on my back and then it pushed me off of the bed, but I didn't fall onto the floor. I was floating about an inch or two off of the ground. My body was still on its back, completely straight and the only part I could move was my head everything else was being held down then it started to drag me slowly out of the bedroom down the hall and into the living room where it started to place me into center I was looking around frantically I normally don't pray but I was trying anything to save myself just as it stopped moving me, I heard the front door opened. It moved me with haste this time back into the bedroom and threw me back into the bed. Still in shock, I was trying to comprehend why it brought me back. Then I realized my cousin had came back in. He must have found what he came back for because he left out from the front door almost instantly. After he left... My chest started to go numb again. I jumped out of the bed, grabbed my work clothes, and scrambled out of the house as fast as I could. I moved out shortly after that, although I had not had time to gather all my belongings yet. Shortly after some friends and I were eating at a local restaurant when I got a phone call, the house was on fire. We jumped into my truck and we went to the house immediately. I watched the house burn to ashes. The fire department later informed me it was an electrical fire. But deep down, I don't believe that was the truth. It happened to burn down near the same time my cousin and I would be asleep before work the next day. To this day, I believe whatever was in that house tried to burn us with it. Thanks everyone for listening in on these haunted house stories. If you enjoyed these stories, remember to like, share, and subscribe to Tetsuo Tells a Story. Again, you can find me here on YouTube and podcast providers such as Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Do you have a story to tell? Let me know and I can read it to the world. See you in the next episode. Thanks.